Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Pretty Litter. It's springtime, Get your dick up. Oh, sorry. That's oh, what? Nope, not this. <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry, we got so many ads. Pretty, right. litter, is... pretty litter is delivered in discreet packages. Discreet packaging, <laughs> and it smells nice. Rather, it smells like nothing because it traps odor with its powerful crystal matrix. It's ultra-absorbent, lightweight, low-dust. One six-pound bag works right for the month. It's a kitty litter. And this crystal matrix allows for changes in color in case your cat has potential illnesses. In the Unfortunately, red pill. no one can be told what the crystal yes. matrix is. You have yeah. to piss on it to find out. <laughs> like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, basically anything that goes through the pee hole, it can detect it. See that cat dressed in red? <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Pretty Litter also ships You think that's free. piss you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. Don't have to have big, huge kitty litter bags all over the place. Have to my love cat's those. just been taking a dump in the desert of the real. Ah! <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Sorry, too many good Matrix things. One time my cat um, peed and it was like telling the litter box, like, dodge this. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I hate this pe- litter box. One time it's I'm the like- smell. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yes! I just like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty litter yep. is amazing. You have to try it. it. Gives me peace of mind for my cat's yeah. health especially when it comes to piss-related health issues. And it's also a great kitty litter, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash daddies. That's prettylitter.com slash daddies to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy, prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Last time I got Pretty Litter in the mail from them, I got a little cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Gone.
Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast. This is the story of four teens searching for their lost dads in a world forever changed after their granddads unleash an eldritch god and fuck shit up. That's right. We swear on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You didn't think that we did, That's right. but we're We're recording allowed. this after 9 p.m., which means the swears can we're come out. The kids to. are asleep. Explicit tag. <laughs> Careful, Tipper Gore. yippee melon farmer. Tread softly, faithful traveler, for swears abound. Are you ready to have fun with a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> My name is Freddie Wong. I play Taylor Swift, the cool ranger teen anime loving survivalist of the group. Taylor's teen fact this week. We left Taylor in the lurch a little bit, the driver's seat of a car. But luckily, Taylor is a little bit familiar with uh, the driver's seat of a car. Because despite the world having like self-driving cars and all that stuff, Taylor asked and bothered his mom enough. So that she got him a full eye racing rig in the garage. Oh, God. You know what I'm talking about? Like those, like, yes. like where yes. it's like as he slows down, it like tips forward to give them the <laughs> momentum and stuff. Like a full on rig. The more you do your facts, the less good of a mom she becomes. Is the problem <laughs> when Anthony's with her, she's a good mom. But then the more you talk, it's like, oh, she just spoils you. It just gives you or everything you want. Persuasion. Now, here's the funny thing about this setup. Because the setup is, you know, this crazy thing in the garage, she has to park in the driveway of her own home. <laughs> Taylor's uh, used this. This Anthony, poor woman. I, I command you woman. to remove this the first time we go back to Taylor's Taylor, house. She Taylor has thrown this shit Taylor out. Taylor has used this thing four times. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. only one game works with it. It's really hard. It's hard. It's and he hard. can't win can't all Mario the time. Kart on it. Yeah. Because the game's not fun. <laughs> it's like, this is not a fun game. So Taylor knows his way around a race car. Good. You're not going to be able to roll for that later. You're not going to be able to do it with advantage because you have iRacing because you only played it four well, times. Well, I only played it four times. Yeah. 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 And it's not a... Um, no, no, no. I do have a slight advantage if we happen to be at Laguna Seco. Yeah. We have a, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. If Taylor gets into an F1 car, yeah. he, if, he if can If our start adventures it. ever wind us <laughs> up to Monterey, California, where Laguna Seca is. Taylor's going to be like, I know this course, kind of. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Matthew Arnold. I play Lincoln Lee Wilson. Well, uh, howdy, uh, Matthew Arnold. Well, how howdy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Go to Patreon to check out our Sons and Sensibility. Where Matt uh, plays a cowboy. Cowboy. But not on this show. This show, I play a schooled-at-home sports kid named Lincoln Lee Wilson. And, uh... Okay, so quick fact, maybe mm-hmm. the last fact of Lincoln. Like, so yes, I thought, oh, that's God. true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I thought we just kind of had to jump ahead to like the big question stuff. Just really, yeah, yeah, get it out of the way. <laughs> answer the question about what happens after you die. Death is yeah. So Lincoln just does not believe in God. <gasps> I just want to. Yeah, he's just well. I don't know if he's that strong about it. It's just so like when it was brought up, like Grant and Marco were like. You know, they explain like people have different beliefs and so forth and so on. There's no pressure, whatever mm-hmm. works for you, whatever you want to believe in, that's fine. Good dads. Yeah, obviously Daryl's like, you know, pro God and everything. So <laughs> so so Link, you know I'm firmly pro God. <laughs> so Lincoln was kinda of going back and forth and he dabbled in religion mm-hmm. when when Chelsea was in the championship. So he's praying for the team? Yeah, he's praying for no, he's praying oh for the God. team. Chelsea okay, boys? maybe I'll try this. You know, there's no atheist in a foxhole or in a, a championship <laughs> watching a championship game. And 
And not only did Chelsea lose, but his favorite star player broke his leg and was oh, out for three seasons. So he said, Damn. either there is no God or if there is a God, he's cruel. So that's it. I just don't believe in God wow. anymore. So, you, you, know. you don't? <laughs> yeah, You're so that's, just that's like, it. I so hopefully... <laughs> So really, don't feel sad if he dies, because this, you know, because there's nothing for <laughs> there's him. There's nothing for him. <laughs> Regina Spector wrote the song about you, didn't she? I don't get that reference. I'm sorry, Beth. Well, now Beth, you know you how I feel half the us. time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm Will Campos. I play Normal Oak, Perky Plain, Peppy Jane, Chipper Every, Cheery Day, School Garden Spirit Variety, Mascot Ordinary Teen. Holy oh, shit. He's really got his shit He's together. He's confused. This Normal's yeah. got stuff going on. That debate really uncorked some things and some feelings. And uh, in honor of Normal's identity crisis, I thought I would reveal Normal's real first name. <gasps> oh. What? It's a lot of people have been like, is it short for something? Is it really normal? And like, they're right. It's not really normal. That's wild. Normal's full name is normally Oak. (laughs) You fucker. You little fucker. I can't believe this. You son of a bitch. The moon in the room just collapsed. It's, you know, it's like what his mom calls him when she's really mad at him. Like normally Oak swallows Garcia, you know, like that kind of thing. Um, So I support you. That's a good one. That's a whole sentence. You really That's an unfortunate sentence given how aggressive his grandparents were sexually. (laughs) Normally Oak swallows Garcia. Wow. Hi. Okay. I'm Beth May. I play Scary Marlowe, <gasps> a goth punk seeker of darkness who is not like the other warlocks. So last episode, Link shared his birthday, which I believe was like June something. To follow that up, I just thought that I'd share Scary's uh, astrological sign. So she was born in November, which would normally make her a Sagittarius, but she actually subscribes to a different kind of Zodiac. Oh, no. If you calibrate the Zodiac using a celestial planisphere, you see that between <laughs> November 30th and December 18th, the sun occupies a less famous constellation, Ophiuchus, the serpent bearer. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody who bears serpents? Yeah, Serpent bearer or snake charmer? The 13th. I'm looking this up right now. This is like, this is hilarious. I knew it. She's such an Ophiuchus, dude. What what, what are are the personality hallmarks of an Ophiuchus? Well, I mean, like, it's just kind of different from everybody else. (laughs) You know, it's just like, a lot of people fall into like one of the 12, you know, and like, you know, normally so would she, but she's just not kind of like other people. She's just different. And so, um, she's just a lot like everybody else that was born in those 20 days. Right. I mean, maybe if like you can find those people, but, uh, yeah, like pretty unique actually. When you said that you followed a different Zodiac, I thought you were about to pivot into like, she's really into following serial killers. Yeah. I thought that was where that was going. That's her sort of whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This like is demoralizing. That would be such a better choice for me. And I, <laughs> no, I think that's a bad choice. I don't know if it's a scary choice. According to the internet, they are described as insightful and curious and seekers of wisdom and knowledge. Open the change and easily bored with routine. Well, no, like she's not like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just a description of the Zodiac killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Anthony. I'm your dad. Hey, uh, Pops. Hey. My uh, rad fact is that in high school, my favorite video game was Shadow of the Colossus for the PS2. Oh. Yeah, good one. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a, real, yeah, that's a good one. Real good one. I don't have a fun, embarrassing one. I just loved one of the best games ever made, and I still do. The 
the last time that we left our intrepid teens, the party had already been split and then it split a second time in their attempt to escape from the final Boreanaz initiative. <laughs> Boreanaz. Want to try that one again? Not really. <laughs> We've got it down to the last time I tried it, but I tried it about five times. And all of those other four times, they were also bad. So this is the best one you get. But as they were trying to leave the FBI, Nicholas Foster, who told Taylor that he was his father, broke them out, gave a ring of swapping to Taylor. Taylor gave that ring of swapping to Link. And Link used that to swap places with an incapacitated Nicholas Foster. So right now, in this particular moment, a bunch of FBI agents just fired at our good boy Link. And in the parking lot, Taylor's in the driver's seat of a car, their getaway car, and Nicholas Foster is in the getaway seat. Meanwhile, back at the school, the debate between the mayor and our perky, peppy, chipper, normal, many things boy. <laughs> the teen of many things. <laughs> as well as Scary Marlowe had completed. And I transcribed all of the things that you had said in the debate, showed it to everyone I knew that did not listen to the podcast. Right. I which, can't believe you did this. Yeah, this is wild. And then had them decide which side had won. And then I'm going to modify some dice rolls and stuff based on that. So my first question for all of you is which of these three thrilling subplots would you like to jump into first? Now, Link, if, Nick and Taylor, or Scary and Norm? If this was an episode of 24, you know they would have the guy that seemingly got shot at the end of the last episode, and they would hold off till the very end of the That's next true. episode to resolve that cliffhanger. That's I'll the question is, do we want to do the audience dirty like that? I, I care more about the debate right now. I want <laughs> the curious. debate. Okay, I want curious. the debate. Matt and I had to go first last time, so we have to do the debate oh, yeah, first so you guys time. get to choose. But that's, like went first that's, last actually, time. that's actually how Kiefer Sutherland Look, did 24. I, he was I, like, yeah. I already did it first time last time, so it has to be about the other part. Yeah, I kind of want to see, mostly because I'm just very curious about I really just want to know what your friend said about their arguments. Okay. This podcast seems real stupid. Yeah. <laughs> These are friends of mine that have good enough judgment to have never started listening to my podcast. Uh, uh-oh. So bless them. Smart people. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they, they know what they're doing. I'm only going to use their first names just to protect their anonymity. <laughs> I'm going to look them up and hurt them. Sure. <laughs> the class murmurs amongst themselves as your closing arguments come to a, an end. You get the feeling that not as many people in the classroom have not listened to Dungeons and Daddies as I thought. I only found three people in my circle of friends <laughs> that don't listen. Not because I have a lot of friends or that they listen to a lot. Of, I just don't know anybody. I don't know anybody outside of my work, except for these three people. Uneven number, though, so that's good. It is. The way that I was going to plan to do this was if the majority of outside witnesses believe that the players won, the nurture argument. No, we were nature. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we were nature. So the I way mean, we were nurture. Shh. <laughs> you were nature. So to remind everybody, Scary and Normal were arguing in favor of nature as being the more dominant thing that and doing determines. doing it really well. Doing so good. Sure. Because we were born to argue yeah, well we were. about nature. Yeah, we were nature. born. It's in our nature. Can we yeah. get points now? Yeah, can we, can still we have extra points? points? No. Call up the three friends that you have. Yeah, put them on speakerphone. <laughs> I don't really, they're not real. I don't have friends. Basically, if the majority of the witnesses believe that the players won, you would get advantage on all of the roles. I had you each roll persuasion every time you finished an mm -hmm. argument. Mm -hmm. And so I would basically say, cool, well, I'll take the higher of those two roles between normal and scary. If the majority believe that the mayor won, then I would give you disadvantage on mm -hmm. those roles. And if it was close, I would just do the median between those two roles. Okay. So because there's only three people, I consider that to be close because it was not a shutout. Huh? <gasps> it's two to one? Shut the fuck up, Split Matt. decision, what? dude? Split decision. <laughs> That's close. My friend Jin thought that Nurture won pretty handily. Sounds like it should be your enemy, Jin. <laughs> I mean, she's certainly your enemy. Jen 
thought that Nurture almost lost it in the very end because of the crappy argument I made that you immediately picked up on, Will, which was that I was basically arguing for nature without realizing it, but that the opening arguments were too strong, so she went with Nurture. And then Matt... Hey, guys. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Matt actually doesn't listen to the show, so... I'll just give you his whole thing because it's actually pretty well thought out. I know. It's not Again, it's not you. He said, both sides are well argued, as I feel it's kind of the young thing to side with nature and an older thing to look back and see the external influences in one's life. But I give it to the teens by a hair because of the mayor's hiccup and thinking that her nature is that of being an angry, bitter person toward her mom when that was due to a lack of nurture, which I believe also falls into the nature category. Also, if I were a teen classmate, I'd side with the nobody's made me who I am side more than the you are the cosmic culmination of all your experiences camp. And then there's the free za, which is basically high school Shangri-La. So that's why Matt voted for the well, players. Matt came through in the clutch, nice. yeah. but right. not enough. So basically, you had some roles and then the mayor had some roles. The mayor's mm-hmm. roles I just took straight up and your roles, I found the median between your two roles uh, okay. for each of them. So for the first argument, one of you rolled a 17, one of you rolled an 18. So I just rounded up to 18. For the second argument, one of you rolled a 21 and one of you rolled a three, uh, which medians out to a 12. And then uh, for the final argument, one of you rolled a 14 and one of you rolled a 20, which medians out to a 17. Man, so, centrism does work. So adding all that together, you got a 47. And then the mayor, listener, you can imagine how this is playing out like diegetically in the space. They all did the silent juror thing where you yeah. fucking put you pass or fail or whatever, and then put it into a box or whatever. They're counting up these votes. And the box is decorated. Right. The mayor rolled an 18 a 15, and a 19. So your final score was 47, and the mayor's final score was 52. Can I roll sleight of hand to juice this thing with some paper votes? You fucking, you want to key swan this shit? I want to stuff this ballot box real quick. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll sleight of hand with disadvantage because everybody's looking at you. Scary, we're going to blow this. We got to stuff some ballots in this thing. Debates are like, whatever. The real debate is like, do you guys want to look over there or over here at me where I'm doing something cool? <laughs> Don't look over there, that's for sure. <laughs> what's the cool thing? Yeah, doing? what's the cool thing? You got to give me a cool thing um, to look at. I'm singing and... I don't need to look at you to sing. That's terrible. No, I'm singing <laughs> or I'm doing some poetry. I'm I also tame. don't need to look at you to hear poetry. Also okay. terrible. Deception with disadvantage. Oh, okay. If you succeed, then nobody will be looking at Link and also, Link. Who's counting sorry, the ballot at, boxes? Because that's the only person you have to distract. So maybe cool, go after them. Cool, that's a six. They're ignoring you. And the person counting the ballots, which is Normal's mom, is uh, <laughs> definitely focused on the box. So if you want to try to sneak something out from your mom, I don't think there's a human being in the planet better better suited to noticing you trying to do something shady, you will roll a disadvantage. Um, I already rolled and I got a six. <laughs> okay. So she goes, Normal, what are you doing? Oh, what, no. uh, mom. What are you doing, I'm, mom? I'm just, me? What are you doing? Are you trying to put, what's that no. in your hand? Show me your hand. Show me what's no, in your hand. I, I, I just, these takes, were on the floor she grabs and I wanted one, to put them in because they were on the floor. Oh, they were on the floor. Okay. Oh, well, they all say you, huh? Every single one in your handwriting. All the same. <laughs> no. <laughs> I That's know what your handwriting mom. looks I like. What, I, I taught you penmanship. <laughs> I taught you cursive because I thought it mattered. You would look over there when the agony yeah, is over here. No, scary. This is your chance to stuff the ballot box. She's standing <laughs> next to the ballot box. She like was looking at the ballot box, pulling things out. Normal tried to like subtly <laughs> drop in a fistful of crumpled up, sweaty fucking ballots with his you own handwriting. to live in the present. One of the fucking ballots says just me, I win. Like he wrote it and forgot. But she goes, no, okay, that's unacceptable. You're trying to cheat. No. I should send you to detention. Actually, I'm going to send. The you, world go, you go to detention. is full of danger. Oh, so the, let's it, go, scary. The mayor's still there and she goes, oh. He's near. Oh, that's, oh, you thought you lost. Oh, no. In that moment, you feel the incursion point under the classroom. 
get a little bit bigger and get a little bit bigger. And it turns into another white pimple. And the pimple is like the size of a desk. And it's just sitting in the center of the front of the class. And the top of it just pops, just just a little pop, just a little pop. Well, now we're totally fucked, and it's all your guys' fault. If you could just vote it for us, I don't even know why I bother saving your asses. It starts to spray black pus through the room like a fountain, like a hose with your thumb over it. This black, goopy pus just sprays all over the smiling faces and the open mouths of many of your classmates, but not Kayla. Kayla ducks under her desk. She's fine. The other kids, you see the pus sort of going into their eyes and like into the little tear duct and some of them oh, you know, goes up so, their noses and stuff. That's such detail, bro. And, yeah, sorry. They smile even bigger. And one of them says, one mind, many voices. And then another one says, one mind, many voices. And another one says, one mind, many voices. And you hear a lot of the people in the class starting to say it. Mrs. Swallows Oak Garcia didn't seem to get hit by this stuff, but she's like, okay, cool. That's a fun thing we're all, we're all doing. Yeah, voices and yeah, uh, unity is important. And the mayor begins to walk out, and on her way out, she puts her hand on your shirtless torso, normal, and she says, you lost today, kid, but that doesn't mean you have to like it. And she takes off her coat, and she puts it around you to cover your shirtless body. And it's like any of the Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> like any of We'll be very confused. She boops you on the nose, and she just walks out of the classroom to who knows where. But all the kids are just a little bit more happy and just a little bit more excited about local government and they just think it's great to think the same thing and move the same and everything's everything's great and good so nobody saw the pimple uh no they didn't see it or if they did they couldn't comprehend it and it is was it still the like up uh yeah everybody that goes into that class is going to get a face full of muck scary what do we do i think scary just like is destroying the classroom i think like Clinton- <laughs> I think Scary is just like, I fucking did everything right. I debated and then I tried to like, everybody still got all this fucking happy juice. Like everything's fine, but everything's not fine. And nobody can see it. Fuck, Norm. We're fucked. Shit, what are we going to do? Your mother says like, hey, let's be gracious losers. You don't need to be cursing. Why don't you go ahead and take your seats? No, mom, don't you see what's going on? Don't you see what's happening here? I see a boy who tried to cheat and got oh, caught oh, 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 oh. and is now being very irrational. Actually, both of you, just go ahead and head to detention. We will talk when you get home. Mr. Yeah, fucking whatever. Let's go to detention. There's nothing anybody can do here. Everybody's just a fucking uh, uh, okay, sheep. Let's go, let's You're go. You're sheep. You're all sheep. I'm dragging. Bah, I'm, bah. Dra- <laughs> <laughs> I'm dragging Scary out of the room. Why don't you roll Perception Normal? 18. Oh, wow, with an 18. There's something in your coat that the mayor gave you. There's something in the coat pocket. Okay, so as I'm dragging Scary out of the room, I feel whatever's in the coat bump against my leg, and I reach in to dig it out. 15 Daddy Warbucks. What? What? At this point, I, I fucking wish that we had gotten hit with the fucking pimple juice. Then we could be happy about something. Whoa, you're <laughs> loaded, man. How does she have money from the R thing? I want to summon May Hales on the uh, Yeah, May Hales left with you. Okay. She takes off her, like, teen mask. She's like, the reason I looked so youthful and cool is because I was wearing this mask over my face that's just a perfect approximation of me when I was 16. That's all she has to say after everything that just happened. Well, no, because it, 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 it blocked all the pus, so I'm Wait, not, I'm not, I don't have the sauce. So May, I can, yeah. you voted for us, right? So, so, go, so moving forward, what we need to focus on is you, you biff this one pretty bad. You know, I mean, the mayor's got kind of maybe a little army in your school uh, oh. of other kids. So that's not great, but uh, I'm trying to find an upside. What is she doing with this money? How does she have the money from daddy's? Yeah, this is these are daddy war box. That's odd. She shouldn't know about that. That's 
Where's really how weird. do we know well, it's her coat? Uh, your dads are in the other realm, right? Maybe they had Daddy Warbucks on them. Oh, like, did they? The coat. Maybe it's my real dad's coat. I examine the coat. Yeah, roll investigation. I got a natural twenty. Natural wow. twenty. There we go. Okay, so the natural twenty, you can tell that the coat itself is just a normal coat from this realm. There's mm-hmm. nothing special about the coat, but the Daddy Warbucks themselves, they have a specific smell to them that is unique to the kinds of cigarettes that Lark likes to smoke. You can tell that these were- Herbals. Herbals, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But he likes how they make him look kind of gruff, so he's like, yeah. (laughs) Basically, you can tell from a 20 that the minions of the Doodler have some sort of access to your fathers on the other side of wherever they are in that other realm. I don't know how to explain this, but this money smells like my uncle. This is- Uncle Daddy Warbucks. But it, is it your uncle's coat? I don't know whose coat it is. It's just kind of a nice, sensible women's, you know, Talbot's trench oh, coat. Say no more. You know, page 42 in the catalog. Uh, wow. Don't ask me how I know that. A White House black market. Oh, my God. What do we do? I feel like Link and Taylor, they're really kind of the take charge guys. What the fuck do you mean they're the take charge? I can take charge. By all means. By all means, scary, take charge. Take charge, because I'm just a kid in my underpants over here wearing a sensible Talbot's women trench coat with my uncle money, and I don't know what's going on. So if you got an idea... to the purple door. Huh? We need help. Wait a second, wait a second. Link's dad said something about pressing a button on a door back at daddy's headquarters. Yes. Yeah. Why don't we go press that button? Maybe there's something back there. Just someone who could tell us what to do. Just yeah. something to point us in well, the right direction. I mean, okay. not that I like when people tell me to do, but I do agree that we could use a little, uh, yeah, a point in a better direction. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Dungeons & Dice is brought to you this week by Pretty Litter. It's springtime. Get your dick up. Oh, sorry. Uh, What? Nope, not this. No. Sorry. Sorry, we've got so many ads. Pretty Pretty Litter is delivered in discreet packages. (laughs) Discreet packaging. And it smells nice. Rather, it smells like nothing because it traps odor with its powerful crystal matrix. It's ultra-absorbent, lightweight, low-dust. One six-pound bag works right for the month. It's a kitty litter. And this crystal matrix allows for changes in color in case your cat has potential illnesses. Take the red pill. No one can be told what the crystal yes. matrix is. You have yeah. to piss on it to find out. <laughs> like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, basically anything that goes through the pee hole, it can detect it. See that cat dressed in red? <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Pretty Litter also ships You think that's free. piss you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. They'll have that big, huge kitty litter bags all over the place. The my cat's those. just been taking a dump in the desert of the real. Ah! <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Sorry, too many good Matrix things. One time my cat um, peed and it was like telling the litter box, like, dodge this. I hate this litter box. One time it's I'm the like... smell. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I just like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty litter yep. is amazing. You have to try it. It gives me peace of mind for my cat's yeah. health. 
especially when it comes to piss-related health issues. And it's also a great kitty litter, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah. That's prettylitter.com slash daddies to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah, it's <gasps> not bad. Me? Yeah. yeah, last time I got Pretty Litter in the mail from them, I got a little cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Dice brought to you this week by Blue Nile. Find I'm tired jewelry. of living in a state of denial. I gotta get engaged. <laughs> it's time to get married, everybody. Yeah. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a gift. It's probably pretty good. One would hope. And you get to see the look on their face when they open it. The, the hard part, finding the right piece. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you from buying the ring you want now while you're waiting to find the man that you need. Later, later, right? Yeah, yeah. Should, yeah. this is yeah. absolutely what I should be doing. <laughs> yeah, just buy the ring you want now. Figure out yeah. how to get the perfect piece at the best price, Beth. BlueNile.com. Thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below retail. I wish I could find thousands retail. of independently graded men. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, peace of mind well. with every purchase. You ain't getting that on Hinge. With some of the highest quality standards in the industry, not even Raya can keep up with that. Whether you want to uh, make a you classic know they say about statement. about online dating, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. <laughs> Whether you may want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet. That's a... White gold white cocaine? A tennis bracelet? Ooh. Like in, like in Challengers. Like in Challengers, yep. Oh, fuck, yes. <laughs> or maybe... Just like in Challengers. Yep. Sapphire yep. Diamond hoop earrings. <laughs> let's start by finding one guy before it's... No, I need to. two, and they need to make out with each other, too. <laughs> Blue Nile Jewelry Experts can help you find the perfect gift for... What is it? A throuple situation? What is it? Is it Jules and Jim? Like, what is Challengers? What was it? It's kind of like a, a combative throuple. Yeah. Oh, my God. The dream, right? Yeah. What jewelry will I need to buy to make the two boys kiss? Uh, well, you know, you could ask Blue Nile's experts because they're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. What are some expected or unexpected challenges you might encounter when shopping for jewelry gifts? Well, first and foremost, when you have two tennis players vying yes. for your attention and <laughs> you're trying to make sizes. them... Different ring sizes. Yep. Multiple sizing, different tastes. You want to make them jealous of each other. Yes. And you want to recreate that famous scene in Challengers when Zendaya holds up an engagement ring and goes, which whatever <laughs> you kiss is best. I give this <laughs> And the two boys kiss each other. Blue, Blue Nile. Nile. And also, while they're kissing each other in your hotel room, you can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile <laughs> also offers a diamond price match guarantee. They might be locking lips and tonguing each other, but, but you're you can not locked there, into a bad deal. You're not locked into a bad deal. That's right, Ben. Hell yeah. And just in case. Holy shit. 30 day returns. That's a big 3 0, aka a finished set in tennis. Shop Blue Nile today. You're going to love, love these rings. <laughs> Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler go to bluenile.com today that's bluenile.com grant had told you that there was a hidden little rivet basically a button on one of the seemingly random many doors in Wrighton's dungeon and if you headed down and press that button then the door would open and give you something important for code purple you go down with may hails you find the button you press the button it opens up and inside is a dial that has some writing on it. And May goes, oh, okay, th I think this actually fits onto the amplifier. I found the amplifier. You found you, the amplifier? Yes, because you asked me to, you know, search for hey, it in the directories and stuff, and I found it. She brings out the amplifier, and it just looks like a normal-ass guitar amplifier, but there are big pieces missing from it. On the top of it, you can see that there is what looks like an open jewelry case, but there's nothing inside of it. On the side, you can see that there is just a tiny pinprick-sized little hole and then on the front of it, in addition to all the dials for like, I don't know, gain, mono, bass, whatever, whatever I don't know what mm -hmm. amplifiers say. Uh, and they're all turned to 11, obviously. There is a missing dial there that says realm on it. And so she plugs that dial into the amplifier 
and goes, okay, I see what this is. The dial that says realm has a bunch of different words on it that maybe mean something to you, maybe they don't. One of them says earth, one of them says fey realm, one of them says infernal, one of them says goofs. And goofs. (laughs) You also notice on the dial itself, earth and fey realm have been crossed out. So she goes, yeah, I, I feel like there's some other parts we probably need to like properly figure this out and fix this. Fix the amp? Yeah, to find out whatever it does. And then I guess we could hypothetically do this to enact code purple. You know, my grandfather told me one time about an ancient realm that he studied as a young man, a place with two brothers and their father. And they had these books that would let them travel to other realms and other worlds. And there were all these puzzles that they had to do to figure out how to go between the realms. Uh, That that is the CD-ROM game Myst. Yes, Myst. (laughs) Is this Myst? Are we playing Myst? Is that what this is? Uh, Was Myst real? I grab him like, is Myst real? She's like, bring me the blue pages. (laughs) Where are the blue pages? She goes, no, I don't think, I don't think Myst is real. I have a copy of it. If you want to play it, it actually holds up. Like not, not, it's not the worst. Like it's pretty good, but. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like whatever this machine is, it involves something to do with realms. Uh, Infernal looks cool as hell. Yeah, yeah, Infernal looks cool. We got to figure out how to work the rest of this thing. It can probably take us to where our dads are. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. She once again sort of hooks her head over the side of the railing and can see that Grant and Normal's outlines in the Umagara fault door are Mm -hmm. glowing. So you've got enough daddy magic to sort of unlock that door. So now it just comes down to Taylor and scary, sort of getting you into a place where you can, you know, have a moment with your dads and then maybe you can open that door. Maybe by that point, May says, uh, you'll figure out what to do with this purple thingy. Um, You're talking like I have to have a moment with Terry Jr. before I can actually get like- Yeah, well, think about it. Look, okay, scary. Like, I know it seems like you and your stepdad have- He asked me if I wanted kale chips the other day. I'd rather (sighs) die. I mean, that doesn't sound that bad. I gotta be honest with you. Like, my dad told me he's not proud of me and like that sucked a lot. Not to play like, you know- Bad dad Olympics, but like, you know, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're coming in silver right now. So like, just, I don't know. I'm I, look, here's my whole point. We talked to my dad. My dad told me he wasn't proud of me, which, you know, if whatever, but my uncle told me about the amplifier. And I guess it did send you on that cool, like self, like realization sort of spiral. I don't know. Like I meant to say, Norm, like the end of that debate was like pretty clutch. You did a pretty good job, oh, I guess. thank you. Yeah, you know, I kind of wish you did a good job too. Okay, shut up. Whatever. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll just fucking do this thing. Talk to my fucking stepdad. May Hales, Mrs. Hales, mm-hmm. h- how do we find her dad? How do we find Terry? The other incursion point that I noticed as I was looking over the drone footage was that there was the one remaining incursion spot that you haven't checked out would be in the drama uh, class. So it's entirely possible, given the fact that each of your dads have been near the other incursion points, that Terry Jr. might be there as well. Well, let's go there, I guess. Although, you know who else might be fucking near the drama class? Oh, who? A certain thespian, a uh, certain worthy well, what's thespian. I like him. He's cool now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you guys he'd be cool, and I was right. I just want to put that out there. That <laughs> I was right about that. All right, let's go. I got a text from Taylor that Taylor's going to do in the next scene if he remembers. I can't tell you what's on it because we don't know what situation he's in because we're recording this before the Taylor scene. We're going to go to drama class, but first let me check that text. And I grab your phone and I go, oh my God. Yeah, and then we cut to. I will say what's happening in the car right here. 
is Taylor immediately confuses the brake pedal for the gas pedal and just starts accelerating. I can't slow it down. The brakes are out. So Nicholas Foster grabs you with his one remaining arm and goes, no, come on, I'll drive, and tries to pull you out of the seat. Are you going to resist him? I'm trying to resist because it looks like there's a demon with me. I'm pushing even further down, so now we're just, I'm flooring it. So we will do an opposed strength check. He's a demon. <sighs> he just killed 40,000 people in front of you. Yeah, well, six plus three, nine. Let's see if you <laughs> Oh, shit, dude. You got a 10. Oh, oh damn, damn it! Uh, so he yoinks you out of the driver's seat and switches places with you and plops you down in the passenger seat. And the car was pointing toward where the group of FBI dudes had their guns pointed at Link. And we just see all the muzzle flares. Yeah, you see a bottom just- muzzle flares, and Nicholas goes like, that's enough of that. And fucking <laughs> peels out and just turns in the opposite direction and then just guns it away from the FBI facility. <laughs> wow, well, hold on, that was my friend back there. And he goes, not anymore, doesn't what? matter. No, we have to turn around, we gotta save him. No, that's we don't have to blood. do anything. Look. The only thing that matters is that you stay safe. You cannot trust anyone. Well, then I shouldn't be trusting you. Good idea. That's smart. Ah, I'm trying to unbuckle and dive out of the car. I know it's not my scene really quick, but can I roll to see if Lincoln heard Taylor say he's his best bud? Yeah. Roll with his, <laughs> roll, roll <laughs> perception with disadvantage because it's over the sound of gunfire. I won't say my number. I'll just say that the only thing he's hearing is gunfire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, you try to leap out of the car. You try to ladybird it. So he um, <laughs> it's a well-known maneuver. Oh, never yes, never change bird. locations. I'm a ladybird. The future yeah. of the ladybird series goes on to be about how she becomes a spy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jason yeah. Bourne, and that becomes her maneuver. Greta, if you're listening, please. <laughs> that becomes her code name. Call me Lady, Lady Bird. Bird. <laughs> what will she jump out of in this movie? <laughs> Jumps into trouble. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna do an opposed dexterity check. So go ahead and roll any dexterity related thing. Be like acrobatics, athletics to see if you can dive out. (laughs) Okay. I think I just take my head and I just plant it through this passenger window. Yeah. I'm doing a very coordinated move, which is my left hand is going to unbuckle my seatbelt and my right hand is going to pull the door open and go out. But I biff it on the seatbelt and the door is already locked and I forget to unlock it because I'm trying to do everything stacked at once. So then I just plant my head. Somebody left the ladybird locks on. She left the (laughs) ladybird. The ladybird locks are on and I just. The Metcalfs. Well, that, she actually became a TikTok sensation. It was kids who would start ladybirding by jumping oh, out of moving cars. Damn. And a couple of kids died. So then they had new regulations and put ladybird locks on Ghost the lady the bird. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I think I just like headbutt the uh, passenger window. Yeah, really fucking hard. Oh, fuck. And he goes, yeah, don't, no ladybirding in this fucking hall. Uh, well, how am I going? Okay. Look, look. I saw you ice all those dudes. You could stay my friend. Yeah, I could, and I'm not going to. Why not? Because I need to keep you safe. Well, if the FBI gets either of us, it's over for our entire family. You have a lot of fucking family that rely entirely upon them not finding us and getting control of us. Let's start with the most important thing. Are you my dad? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> You're just be- I literally said that on the way out of the thing. You're just piecing that's guess. I knew it. Yes. I knew I came from We look the same. I knew we- I came from heartier stock than these mere mortals. Okay, that's a little I don't love that, but like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Can I text my friend to see if he's okay? No, because then they'll be able to track the phone. Wait, you still have your phone? And he grabs your phone. Hey! He just fucking throws it out the window. That Did you- he remember to unroll the window before he threw it out the window? He throws it through the now exploded passenger <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. window. Your failed ladybird left a Greta Gerwig-sized hole in the fucking thing, and he just tossed the phone out of there. And he goes, okay, but they, can't, they fucking can't track you. Like, It'd I know you go to Saoirse school. Ronan-sized hole, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. 
Damn. I, I gave too, too much credit to the director. If you're my dad, then where have you been? Uh, hell. That, that's pretty cool, but like... <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I've been taking care of your, your granddad's to some extent, and also trying to fight the doodler. And there was like a lot of, Granddad's I was having to fend with your fucking friends, dads and stuff for a while, but they, uh, they fucked me over. So not so much anymore. <gasps> Wait, Here's what you what? need to know. Here's what you need to know. You go to school, right? You do all that shit. Um, yes. Uh, no, not what? anymore. Don't do any of that. Shit. Hell the only, yeah, baby. Yes, <laughs> correct. Hell yeah. The only job you have now, fucking keep on the road, keep alive, get into fucking adventures fucking solo shit like meet somebody they're your friend for like 45 minutes and then just keep on fucking trucking like just live that life okay you cannot connect yourself to any of these people they're just gonna betray you you're saying i need to forego all my worldly connections and walk away from yeah. everything that i built up in my life yeah be ready to leave on a moment's notice when you feel the heat coming around the corner <laughs> yeah and they're telling me the heat is coming around the corner now yeah so I'm going to do what Robert De Niro in the hit film he could never do, <laughs> which is not die in a gunfight in the middle of the field. I'm really bummed out about my friend, though. Is there anything we can do? Uh, yeah, you can send uh, flowers to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you're going to see a lot more friends die before this is over. And if you're going to survive, that's the most important thing is fucking getting out of this shit alive. You're going to have to get a fucking hard I'm heart about this shit. The, uh... Look at it. Look at this arm. This is my favorite arm. I'm searching. I'm crying about it. I'm searching the car for like the sunglasses holder or the glove compartment. Uh, they have those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm searching for like a pair of shades. Uh, okay, yeah, there's a pair of like aviator shades on under the sun visor. I'm gonna put those on and I'm gonna like, can you unlock the sunroof? I'm not gonna jump out. Uh, yeah, okay. It's just a little hot in here. Unlocks the sunroof. You're kind of on fire. <laughs> okay. And I stand outside with my cool shades on, and I turn back, wind blowing in my hair as the FBI like thing disappears behind me, and I shout into the void, Lincoln, I will avenge you! <laughs> right. I think the text message is literally to the group text, and it says, goodbye, my friends. I start my journey today. I will never, dead. ever see Lincoln has died, and I will never see you again. Let it let it be known. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I said this before he threw it out. Let it be known. Yeah, yeah wait, he threw my phone out. How's yeah. he getting a text you, you message? Phone, so the text message just says, <laughs> dog emoji, whale emoji. Some people have all the luck. So what does it say? Does it say the thing you said, or does it say dog no, emoji? No, it just says dog emoji, whale emoji. You have no information as to what the fuck... Uh, uh, we'll come back on. to what we think the text message means in a second. We go, go to Link. 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 Yeah. Okay. This won't be long. Before anything, I just want to say the first moments, despite everything going on, despite the courageous action Years I made. Years later, as he faced the firing squad. Despite Link the sound of bullets. The first thought that goes through my mind is, I hope Taylor is okay. I hope Scary is okay. And I hope that debate went pretty well, because I'm sure those guys are thinking of me, too. <laughs> <laughs> Shell case that hit the ground. Ding, 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 ding. And I close my eyes. I go, don't shoot. But because they were aiming at an adult man's head. And you're a child. They all aimed like roughly like four inches above where your head was. You have said that you're tall for your height. Yeah. Link is 6'3". You said he was 6'3"? That's like a 
Slender Man sort of scenario. That's, that's supernatural. <laughs> but I could have. But I could have definitely. How tall is I was Nick? Seated. Is I was seated in a car, so when I teleported, yeah, you're I'm seated. Like already, I'm like on the ground already. God, I feel like we're in JFK right now. <laughs> yes, it's true. Okay, so yes. Wait, yes, I don't want to die, but I canonically want to make sure when, my when, height when, is taken into consideration. Yes, <laughs> I feel like we're analyzing when, the Subruder film. When Nicholas was was bamfed away, he was standing. Yeah, and when you come in, you're sitting. Yeah. So even though, oh boy, you could feel those bolts right above your head with your six two fucking head. They just woo, 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 like you could feel yourself getting oh. a haircut, a lead haircut. What we should have done is just let fans speculate as to how Link survived and waited for them to come up with a bunch of theories, <laughs> and then we could just go bleakly reference them and like it could have been any of those. Yeah, just a very who shot nice guy. Eddie kind of thing. You get a haircut, you immediately go into the fetal position or something, I assume, and like, duck down and oh, realize, like, stop shooting, stop shooting. I'm like spinning like that Homer, like when Homer <laughs> spins on the ground. Doing the water yeah, wheel on yeah. the ground. As a, fuck, as a rain of fucking shell casings <laughs> is coming down, like hitting you, and they're hot. And uh, you hear a voice of the FBI agent that came to your home and threatened your dad, going, stop, fucking stop, stop, every, cease fire, cease fire, cease fire. And all the FBI agents stop and they go, oh, it's a kid. Oh, oh, oh. And they all get psyched that they didn't just kill a kid on accident. This guy goes, hey, you're coming with me. And he grabs you by the scruff of your neck and he pulls you back into the elevator. And on the way down, he says, look, I'm not going to hurt you. What? You just, you already did, have. Hey, did we shoot you? Yeah. You no. just missed. You guys are bad at it. <laughs> That's not the definite. Shooting somebody is successfully <laughs> shooting. Shoot, shoot. Did I shoot at you? I didn't say. I, I, we did Fine. shoot attempted at you. Attempted murder. Yes. I'll, it, was not, it was not attempted. It was attempted to kill the other. Well, look, the point is, and the door is open, and he leads you into a separate little interrogation room, and he goes, just have a seat. You're not in uh, trouble. Like, not like how you think, okay? Uh, and he closes the door behind him, and there's a little keypad code, and he boop, 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 puts that in to lock the door behind him, and he takes out a bag of blue powder and he puts it on the table in front of you. And he says, it's not going to hurt you. This is like a truth-telling powder. I just need to know what you know, and then we'll let you go. Sir, uh, if you were in my position, what, <laughs> what percent chance do you think you would do this after everything that's happened? Okay, all right. So he opens up the bag, and he takes a sniff of the powder, and you see his eyes get a little bit of blue, a little bit of fucking spice. The spice, spice. dude from a Dune, bit of, dude. Bit of, yeah. A little bit of the spice. Straight up from the fucking Arachos David Lynch Dune. Son. Yeah. So he's got a little of the spice and he goes, ask me anything. Do you love your parents? No. Oh, no, no, no. Hmm. I don't know if I can <laughs> trust you. Ask me something else. <laughs> ask me like a, a more varied, like something else. Do you have kids? Yes. Do you love them? Yes. Uh, would you want one of them to have to take this blue dust? If I really needed them to tell me something that was of a matter of like national or global security, yes. But otherwise, no, because I'd want to let them have their own boundaries and sort of decide what to tell me. <laughs> if your kid cool came, dad. if your kid came to you and said, "Dad, I'm scared. I met my new friend's dad, and I think he's a demon, and he killed a lot of people. And the people I thought that were good and in charge, the FBI, they they kidnapped me, and and now a strange man is making me have blue dust. What would you tell him to do? What would you tell him to do? And I hold my I put my hand out like scared. I would tell him to calm down. Okay. And think about his options. I don't have any. Well, there you go. Oh. I think you may have just answered your own question. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, yeah, I'll tell you. I mean, I don't even need the blue stuff. I'll tell you the truth. I mean, okay, sure. All right. So he gives you a Ziploc bag and you just go, just inhale. Just and a hundred dollar bill rolled up. Yeah. Oh, who killed, who killed JFK? Oh, uh, Marilyn Monroe, weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. 
Matt's like, if I lose, I don't want to pay any taxes ever. <laughs> All right, hey, I, I, I inhale the blue dust. Oh, you rub some in your gums first? Yeah, you put some on gums. your pinky and you what rub some in your I, gums. Like, lick it? I All just you have inhale? to do is just like open the bag and smell okay, and the, the vapors, you know, what sort does of it smell like, bro? Home. Wow. Yeah, it does. It smells like home. It smells like things that make you feel safe. It smells like nostalgia. And you feel less that you're being like mind controlled into telling the truth. It's more like you just feel safe telling the truth in this space. Bro, steal some of this powder. I want to steal this powder. <laughs> That's fair. I do. T- I already have. I have a lot of it at home. <laughs> Can I have some? No. What I want to ask you is, did you know about Nicholas Foster? Who? The dad? The demon? The, the, the demon. They just came through here and killed I a bunch mean, of my men. I have a friend named Taylor and I knew he had a dad, but like his name's Swift. So like, no, I mean, I didn't know. Okay. Have you been intentionally trying to deceive us at any point? Yeah, I mean, you guys totally heard. I'm assuming you heard it. I was like telling them everything that we did. Like I told them all about our meeting and like we had like the bracelets and I gave all my friends bracelets. Like I was making sure that you guys didn't hear that I was telling them that because I cared about my dads. Can we resolve whether or not they actually heard our conversations? Well, that's what I'm sure that's what they'll say right now. Thank you for telling me that. We couldn't hear anything over the phone. Yeah! Cut to to some FBI guys in a flashback and like one guy throws off his headphones in frustration. He's like, God damn it! These kids are so fucking good! I just can't hear anything. <laughs> we were so busy laughing about the female body inspector thing that we, <laughs> we really we genuinely never recovered from that moment. We were we lost all intel until that creepy lady sort of spoke into your thing. So yeah, you didn't know anything. You just happened to meet this Taylor kid. So you're part of uh what the dad the daddy's thing, right? Uh yeah. How close are you to uh finding out what code purple is? Uh you probably know more than I do. It's just what I was told it's a the, it's well, another ask option. Him, ask him what it is. Oh yeah, you know if if my friend Taylor was here, he would he would he would be really good at this stuff. And I think he would. Let me think what he would say. Uh, no, not that. Okay, he would say, <laughs> "What do you know about Code Purple?" And then I can be like, "Yeah, that's I know that too." Okay. Uh, as far as we know, Code Purple is a means of forcibly and in an emergency situation saving people from the doodler. It doesn't hurt the doodler. It's just a, a means of putting some distance between a population and the doodler. Oh, that'd be, oh, I mean, yeah, that's what we're trying to do. That'd be really helpful. A doodler solution. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you know more than us. We just literally know the name. Oh, it's an amplifier or something. Something with an amplifier. Like, yeah, an amplifier I, don't know a lot the, I don't know a lot about the specifics. You're, okay, the, well, the I was telling you, you asked me what I knew. So I was just like, you know. Oh, well, thank you for being forthcoming. So maybe our two information, like we got a little bit more together. Okay, cool. So yeah, yeah. so there's an amplifier. Okay, that's good to know. Great so job. Yeah. Uh, do you know a way into hell? What? Um, yeah, I know a lot of ways into hell. Um, there's a lot of things you can do. The infernal plane. There. You haven't seen Taylor moving in and out of the infernal oh, plane no, like no, a fiery not, portal. Not before you die, but like when you die, like you know, be a bad person, lie to your Sex parents, don't love to your. <laughs> no, it doesn't think that. But uh, no, nothing about no. I've no. I don't know any. I didn't know you could go to hell. Now, honestly, I didn't even know if I really believed in hell. But like, okay. So wait, hell's real. Hell's real. Was um, heaven real? No. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Yeah, sorry, man. It's just hell. Okay, but wait. Is hell what happens after you die? Oh, I don't know that. I just know that there's a hell and that Taylor is part hell demon and that his dad is from hell. Wait, but what happens when you die? Uh, you go to hell. Wait, you just... <laughs> wait, are you telling the truth? I mean, I, know I, you are. I mean, as far as I know. As far as you know, okay. Some people, some people, when they die, they go to hell. Some people, when they die, we can't, we lose all track of them. But we also don't have a lot of good visibility into hell. Wait, is the devil real? I mean, yeah, there's like a guy in charge of hell. Wait, is he God? Is there a God? 
I don't know. <laughs> it's got deep. It's so fucking Okay, bad. but like... I'm telling you everything I know. I'm not fucking with you. So here's, okay, here's, 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 here's what I understand. Are you sure it's about, really hell or is it just like an afterlife? It's just like a general... Let me lay it out as best as I understand. Oh, this is some strong stuff. This is hurt. Can I have some more? Yeah, go that, for it. I felt go, safe and... Go for it, man. <laughs> that that yeah, smelled like it. home and yours freaking me it. out. It's safe. You can't overindulge on this stuff. Um, okay, oh. so... You know they call them like planes of existence, right? Uh, a plane, like Magic the Gathering. <laughs> I don't know what the that planes is. Walkers. I don't know. What that, I've been I've been having sex. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, you're going to hell. This guy. Well, this guy's not. No, I did it after I got married. I'm safe. <laughs> they call them planes. You know, the material uh-huh. plane and the, the the other plane, the fey plane. They're not really planes. They're more like plates stacked okay. on top of one another, right? We're all, they're all the same. Uh, that's what you come up okay. with, yeah. Anthony? Yeah, they're like plates, right? Okay. And they're all sort of one on top of another. They got like and they little all rims? This, yeah, they got rims. like a flat plane. They got all sort of similar outlines. Like imagine okay. plates with stuff drawn on them. Yeah. You know, like all this, this is the, like, the, the ink bleeds through. Oh, this stuff is strong. Oh. But anyway, the point is you can move from one plane to another, from one plate to another sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think that your dad's, they tried to move to another plate that's got more doodler stuff to like kill the doodler or something like that. But then meanwhile, there's a hell plate and hell plate people are trying to like, I don't know, do crazy weird hell stuff and invade us. But I think more importantly, the American government and the people I represent, they said like, oh, there's a whole hell and we don't have any taste of that. We can't wet our beak with a little oh. hell, hell, hell magic, hell energy. So, so I, are so, you sure you're, I, that's all interesting, but like, so of all these plates, there's one plate you go to when you die and that's yeah. hell. But like the other plates, that doesn't make any sense. Is it like on the bottom? Is it like the smallest one? So when you die, you fall down all the plates? No, the hell one's like closed. It's weird. Okay. It's like, it, there's like five plates, like us and hell are like in the middle. Like, I don't even oh. know what's on some of the other plates. So my dad's in one of those plates. Your dad, your dads are on one oh. of those plates. Yeah. Okay. Well, can you help us? Can we come? Like, we're just four kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I don't care about your dads or the doodler or oh, any of that well, stuff. You know, the fuck only you, thing, buddy. That ma- yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. The only thing that matters to me is finding a way into hell because okay. they might be invading us sometime. Like the fucking that Nick Foster guy. He's killed a lot of people. He worked with your dad and your dad's friends before. I got a and- question for you, buddy. What? Anybody up there that died that you're like okay with being dead? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't seem like a good person. Well, I mean, what you come on, you never no, well, you, you don't know gonna... what it's like to have a job where there's not a lot of upward mobility. Okay. That sounds like we do know what that is. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess you do. But no, it's just uh, there was some, this guy trying to get my job and and, and he's and he's gone okay. now and that's uh, slightly more convenient for me, but mostly I'm sad about what happened. Okay. But oh, yeah, what am I going to ask you to do? Yeah. Would you be the guy that helps us get into hell and prevent hell stuff from ruining Earth? Like they could be I sending mean, in armies. They could be building armies. We don't know what's in there. Oh God. They could be planning assassins. <laughs> if there are any of them are as bad as Nick Foster, then things are going to get really bad really quickly if that door opens. OK, yeah, I'll help you. But you got to help us like because we're just four kids. So like I don't want hell to invade Earth or whatever. Like I don't want more people to die. But like I also need to save like my dad. And like I got three friends now and like they got dads or like a stepdad and like a demon dad, which I guess like we don't need to save anymore. But like we need your help, too, because we're way in over our heads. Like I just went to school like last week and now I'm like. Like you're the FBI. Wait, are you the FBI? But you're like telling me to stop help. But yeah, okay, we'll help. Yeah, sure. Yeah, we'll no, help, I'm not. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna we need help, help you. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you do because your kids. I'm not gonna do any of that. I don't care about you in the slightest. You're misunderstanding. This is not a negotiation. This is me. Uh, what well, do you don't call ask it? me. What, what do you call it? Is a threat. Oh, um, okay. You're gonna do this 
or again, I'll, you know, I'll make sure your, your remaining dad goes into, was it jail? Like you won't have him as a dad anymore. So you're going to just, uh, find a way. I can't lie right now. Right. Right. Okay. If you take my dad away, I will do everything I can to bring hell down upon you and your family and everybody that you've ever loved. And I guarantee you it will happen. Okay. So, 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 uh, he reaches out and grabs you by the nipple and twists really hard. Roll a constitution saving throw. The 19. Yeah, baby. So he rock hard. Locker room antics. Don't intimidate me. sir. (laughs) His face, his face fucking drops. His, he, he, he he, he like takes a step back and his fucking eyes go wide and he goes, all right. All right. I didn't know I was dealing with a, uh, with a certified badass. (laughs) (laughs) No, sir. I'm just, I'm just a daddy. (laughs) I wink. I'm tired. You're dead. Like you have have kids? Huh? You have kids? No. That's why I work work for. Oh, God. They're called daddies. I forgot. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, God. Yeah. What do you want? What you, I, I, I want you to go. Yeah, I'm going to stop hell or whatever. I'll do that. No, no, I'm just saying, I want you to call capture you for ta- help. No, no, I want you to capture Taylor and bring him to us. Oh, uh, or, or his dad. Okay, but his well, I got to tell the truth. So like, I mean, I'm going to go. I'm going to go figure out that situation and then I'll probably decide if I want to help you or not on that part. But I will stop. I don't hell. think you're, I don't I think, I don't think you're telling me the full truth. I think you're lying. Well, I mean, like if you if I go to Take him, another like, whiff. I'm just saying, look, I'm saying, like, I don't know what's if I go there, like, he's killed Taylor because he's a demon, then, like, yeah, I'm going to, like, take him down. But if I go over there and he tells me, like, a really sad story and, like, he's misunderstood, like, I'm probably going to, like, want to help him. I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you the truth. So, but, like, I am going to try to stop hell from invading Earth. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, you're being honest. So, like, Honestly, you can trap uh, me or whatever. You could like. No, I mean, I could kill you. I'm not going to kill you. Like, I'm tempted <laughs> no. to. I am tempted to. Because no. you saw a lot of stuff you shouldn't see, but also nobody's going to believe you because you're a fucking kid. Yeah. So I just, I guess, I guess just go home. Like, I guess it's fine. Okay. I would appreciate it. You still it. want me to stop hell, right? Yes. I want you to, I want you to bring Taylor <laughs> okay. to us so that we can get into hell and stop the invasion before it starts. That's okay, what I want. Well, again, if he's a good guy, he's probably going to want to help you whatever. too. Whatever. Yeah. You'll do <laughs> you make your fucking decision. All right. God, I hate my life. Oh no! I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god! Is that true? I love my kids. Okay, that one's true. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You. Um, I enjoy being physically into. No, I, oh, I don't. I guess oh. I don't. Whoa! Um, wow! Do I still have to be? I might here be for asexual. This? I'm asexual. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm asexual. Oh. I've been just doing it because, like, socially, I'm supposed to. Oh, yes, that's totally normal, this man. Is, that's cool. That, yeah, thanks. It is cool. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not cool. Some people think it's weird, but no, that's cool. That's well, cool. Well, yeah, but screw what they think. I think it's really neat that you're like using this. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel better about you, but like, I feel better that I feel better for you that that's you're fine. Like, getting to that, know. You know, and that who makes me are. think like your feelings about me are like your responsibility. Yeah. And like, I could just be responsible for my own stuff. And right now, I'm thinking I want to go home and not have sex. <laughs> man, me and you every day, man. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. 
Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals and then automatically invests your money for you. You ever seen a big squirrel? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, Beth, I felt like a big squirrel when I was using Acorns when I was squirreling away my paycheck money away into investments. Very easy, very easy to use. The Rock uses sometimes, it. The Rock yeah, uses sometimes it. Sometimes I yeah. see a squirrel so big, I'm like, is that dangerous? <laughs> uh, Acorns was great because I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about how the stock market works. It made it very, very simple. It was a very simplified way of getting into it. It divides things up, and the portfolios that are pre-built are just like, yeah, sound portfolios. Hmm. Head to acorns.com dungeons or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Clients' testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote a few important disclosures at acorns.com slash dungeons. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC. Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Broker services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by him. Boing! Boing. <laughs> your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. What is? Wait, what? Why was it your sex life is not important and you're pretty free? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you may not have the time to go to the doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction, but through HIMS, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. The dream! Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand-name okay. treatments Hello. like Viagra, or generic alternatives worth the 95% cheaper. Do they have Flintstone versions? Wish I had I'm a generic alternative sure. to my wife. I'm pretty sure that Hanna-Barbera Dude, I want whatever Barney Rubble's eating. That, guy, <laughs> that guy's got to go You see, they got Man. so much energy that they can drive a car with their feet. <laughs> the process dude, is Barney simple. Barney was punching above his weight limit. Like 100%. That's true. He didn't skip leg day, dude. He had thighs, dog. Barney Barney could grip me between his thighs any day of the week. Time the process is, is like, simple. It's a living. <laughs> process simple, 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor visits. Answer a series of questions on their side. The medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed if ED is getting used Dude, out. Dude, Barney probably wears that, just like that long shirt so that he could just like roll it up at any time. His <laughs> dick is right there. Oh That's God. why he's wearing that long shirt. It's time you join the hundreds of thousands of trusted him subscribers to get treatment. <laughs> Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash daddies. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash daddies for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash daddies. Get as hard as the Stone Age. <laughs> Hardmans nice. are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Let's get back to Nick and Taylor in the car. Hey, if you're my dad, prove it. What's my mom's name? Do you even the remember look of my mom? How would one come back to this? Like you, the last we saw you was you screaming goodbye, Lincoln. I with my dad. That year that you cut back, you're like, wait. He goes, okay, no, I, I got, I got something for this. I got yeah, something for this. Yeah, hit me. And he reaches into his coat, and there's a bunch of empty, sealed syringes inside the jacket pocket of his coat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not Gr- a drug Gruff, thing. Gruff, the crime doc said to say no to drugs. I know. It's, look, it's, no. em- it's, look, it's empty. They're not drugs. Here, and I'm not going to use it on you. Watch. And he jams it into the back of his own neck with the plunger depressed already. His eyebrows raise and his eyes begin to twitch and he pulls back on the plunger and <laughs> a gray, wispy fluid kind of begins to fill the chamber of the syringe. And he goes, ah, and he pulls it out and he goes, okay, so you can like, I guess you could eat this. What the <laughs> fuck, bro? I thought we were gonna have a Maury episode. <laughs> I have to pee. I have to pee. Pull over. I have to pee. I've just got pee? pee right in here. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Fine. If you try to run, I'll be able to stop you. I'm very fast. So go ahead. Do we? So what? what where are we going? What we got? We got. Where are we going? So he pulls over. Wait. <laughs> let's describe my surroundings, bro. Paint me a fucking picture. You're in the desert. You're in the California. Dude. You're in the Southern California desert. You pull over. There are tumbleweeds. There are cacti. There is a lot of just like shitty, shitty dead shrub brush that will never know the taste of water, but it survived as well as it can out here. I'm about to change that. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so I'm gonna take a few steps out. And I'm just going to fucking unload my bladder onto these parched ass <laughs> plants and I'm going to take stock of my situation. All right. So what do I have? In my, do I have anything in my go bag? I do have everything in my belt. My survival belt is set. Where's uh, Nick? Nick is uh, stepping outside of the car to watch you from behind. <laughs> <laughs> he, he pees also, but it's fire. That's what he does. He goes like, I might as well drain it too. And he gets next to you and he, he goes, just fucking just look straight ahead. It's all good. And this is going to make a weird noise. <laughs> and a fucking flamethrower comes out and he just lights the fucking, you, you were beginning to, that plant for the first time in its life, for the first time in its long, long life, it understood what it was to have moisture. Oh, how delightful. Oh, how, what rapture. And then it's burned to a crisp in a second. And he goes like, oh, and he's like, like twitches a little wildfire. bit. wildfire. Yeah. yeah, it starts a wildfire. And he's like, oh shit. Uh, well, that's not our problem. Um, <laughs> And, uh, Shake off a few drips of molten <laughs> flaming lava here at the end. Actually, I could just inject you with this, and then you would get the memory. I'm gonna slap it out of his hand and try and go for the car. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, go ahead, and, go ahead and roll dexterity. You said trust nobody, dude. That's yeah, what no, that's great. Like, that's good. Just turn and pee on him, and he'll. And he'll oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Out. That's what it is. I turn and I pee on him a little bit. Okay, roll. And in that moment, I'm also using my gargantuan powers of self control to like cut off the stream. <laughs> I know. Right? Dexterity yeah. seventeen plus one. Okay. Eighteen. So with your eighteen, you successfully kegel and then fucking uh, dre- <laughs> drench your daddy. And he goes, "Oh, gee, come on, man! That's a distraction. I need it." <laughs> All right. So give me a dexterity or a- athletics. Give me athletics. Fourteen plus one, fifteen. All right. You got a seventeen. So you make it all the way to the driver's seat of the car of the truck, and you feel his hand grab the scruff of your jacket. And then he goes, sorry about this, but this is the quickest way. And then you feel a pinprick in your neck. He depresses the plunger. Your pupils dilate. And uh, you zoom back to (laughs) a memory of what looks to be your mother when she was very, very young in a hospital with her legs up in stirrups. She's got a big old belly. Your eyes are kind of watery. You can kind of barely make out that it's your mom through the blur. And you you see uh, in this memory yourself looking down at a baby. You hear uh, your dad say, uh, welcome to the world, Taylor. 
what name did I choose for myself? I guess Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Hey, what's up? Oh, hi. And then you see him and your mom teaching a little boy how to walk, and you fall over. You know, my dad's been around though. They go, oh, that's okay, that's okay. okay. All right. And then you're at a party, and you're talking to what look to be younger versions of the other dads. And you turn and you see that all the other kids are in a little playpen together. You see him walking through the woods at night following these dads and they're all wearing body armor and they have swords and, and rifles that glow with an ethereal light. God damn it. We got so fucking cool after the end of the season one, dude. <laughs> and no, that's not your is, characters. This, this is the kids. This is the sons. This is the sons. You see a big hole open in front of you in the, in the woods with a red flaming portal that seems to lead to some nefarious dimension. And you see all the other three turn on you and they start blasting and you don't even shoot back. You just put your hands up in in confusion as a wait, wait, wait. And then a flaming bullet hits your left arm and incinerates it down to the bone in front of you. And then the bones crumble down into nothing. And then you're just running and you're running and you're running and you see hell and you see an old man who is just DJing all night long. You he's see, playing Lionel Richie's song all night long. Yeah, he's playing all night long on the DJ. Fucking spin. He's spinning. He's spinning like a, like a villain. And then it ends. And he goes, "I just gave you a little bit, so you don't have the context and stuff." But that's. Did you recognize that the baby was you? Was any of that? Oh. I'm, I mean, I'm assuming. I actually don't know what I just gave you because I don't remember it anymore. So I would love to get that back from you if I if I could. Because I like. I probably. I assume I liked those memories of having you as a kid. Why'd you leave, Dad? To protect oh. you. Well, wow, that's pretty much the coolest version of reason to leave. <laughs> that checks out. Yeah. So you're saying I can't have friends anymore? I'm saying you can't trust your friends anymore. I'm saying I was friends with your friends' dads. They betrayed me. And why'd they try to ice you? Because we were all working together to fight the doodler. And real quick, ed- what's the doodler? A, I keep hearing it and I've never asked the question. It's an eldritch god of chaos. Oh shit. But why'd they turn on you? What was the reason? Was it just out of the blue? It looked like it was just out of the blue. I was going to help them defeat the doodler or find some way to escape the doodler, at least. And they came up with a plan that I didn't like. They came up with a plan called Code Purple. And I can tell you what Code Purple is. But if any normal human person finds out about Code Purple by somebody just telling them, not them sort of discovering it of themselves and sort of being able to acclimate to the knowledge, there's a one in four chance that when they hear it, they will die. What? Because you're my son, I think you're probably safer. It's like a one in eight chance. So I think it's a one in eight chance, but I got these, these syringes. So if it looks like you're about to not take it well, I can really quickly take the memory out. But I think for your sake, for safety, I have to try to tell you what it is. Hit me, baby. Okay. So roll a wisdom saving throw. I swear to God, if D&D Beyond fucks me, well, I'm gonna do a real dice. Get a real dice. Get a real baby dice. You're gonna get an eleven on this real dice. Yeah. I know it. Wisdom. Uh, three plus zero. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, from your perspective, here's what happens. He sighs. He opens his mouth, and then all of a sudden, everything goes black, and you open your eyes, and I'm you just sweaty. You're sweaty. Your throat feels really raw. Your cheeks are wet. Okay, you, you couldn't handle it. I'm sorry. That must have been even crazier than the end of Evangelion. So he's got the syringe with the memory of him telling oh, it to you. You better throw that away, my man. Yeah, I, I could. I mean, unless you want to hold on to it when, when you think you might be ready later or not. I'll, yeah, I'll throw it away. I'll throw it away. And he just fucking squirts the juice out uh, out the side window. And there's like a passing plant that drinks it up and also shrimp. And goes, <laughs> That's so fucking and he goes, okay, I can just drop you off at home. Hey, are we pretty close to San Dimas? I mean, pretty close being like a, you know, Wait, five what hour do you mean? drive. Bro, 
You just told me I had to not trust my friends anymore. What am I supposed to do now? Am I supposed to live a life on the road, just wandering from town to town like a like a nameless samurai, a ronin, a samurai without a master? Yeah. Well, then what the fuck are you dropping me off for, man? I, I thought you might want to get your stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Yes, I need you to give me. Yes, let me and say let me, goodbye to your mom because she's cool. Oh, hey, how? What's the deal with you and my mom? Uh, on speaking it, terms, like it, what's the deal? Yeah, I mean, in the words of just the two of us from Will Smith, things didn't work out between me and your mom. But when push comes to shove, something about love. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, we we agreed. Damn. We agreed that it would be best if we divorced, partially because we didn't get along so well, and partially because. I can't stay in this realm for very long wow. because every moment I'm here, Whoa. the uh, just like final- Orlando Bloom's character at the end of the Pirates of the Caribbean series <laughs> yeah, for yeah. some reason. Oh, I guess. I don't know. I never saw those. The final Boreanaz initiative wants to get to me. If they can get to me or you, they can hook us up to a fucking machine and open a portal to hell. And all they want to do is invade hell and plunder it for resources and kill every well, single person they find. We can't there. go back then. No, we That's can't go back. the first place that they would check yeah. is my cool house. That's actually but a good point. Now you're thinking. check my safe house in the woods. I've planted a cache of weapons and utilities just for this exact scenario. Don't tell me anything. I have a GPS. Oh, okay. Don't tell me anything. The less I know, the better. So I think what we do is you take the wheel. He slides, sidles over, and then has you take the wheel. And he goes, I'm going to go home. And maybe we'll see each other again, and maybe we won't. But don't count on it, because people only disappoint you in the All end. right. Hasta la vista, baby. Bye, Dad. Okay. The car speeds away, and he loses like, I had more things to say. <laughs> and you just leave him in the dust. And then you, you he kind of like goes like, oh, like, and like, and like kind of slaps his thighs. Like I was going to say more stuff. That's fine. You rarely <laughs> see the kid parent gets rejected by their kids. Scene. Well, yeah. He told me everything I need to know, yeah, which is that I need to be a cool badass and live like, alone. I thought, I thought it'd be really, I thought it'd be harder to convince him to, to leave. But okay. No, that's, that's, that's my son. All right. Um, <laughs> He's uh, looks at the jackrabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He runs, up, runs over the jackrabbit. <laughs> An orange portal opens and he steps through it and he is gone. I'm going to slam on the brakes. Okay. I'm going to turn around and get my friend back, bro. Ooh, <gasps> that's cool. Back at Daddy's HQ, Normal is staring at the text message from Taylor that says whale poop emoji. Scary, wait. Before we go to drama class, I've been staring at this text message, and I think I know what it means. I think I know what Taylor was trying to say. Okay, then, like, what? We need to ask the whale about all the shit that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Just shit. dump 15 Warbucks into this whale. Yeah, like, I guess we could do that if you want, like, the whale to be in charge of your emotions or whatever. Well, all I'm saying is, like, we're trying to be a team. I'm trying to take this note about the whale and the shit and, like, you know. Yeah, well, what if the note is the whale is full of shit? Well, maybe you're full of shit, Scare. I'm Whoa. sorry. That felt mean. I, look. Listen, I'm I going like to drama club. And you can sit here with your own drama and do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Oh, no. Can I, can I come with you, though? Yeah. Hey, Scary, can we can we check in for a second? What do you mean, check in? I like- just, I want to touch base because it seems like, I, I don't know how to say this, but it seems like your attitude's been really bad lately. Um... <laughs> Oh, oh, it seems like my attitude has been bad lately. Yeah, I mean. You know what's been bad lately? My fucking life. I and know, you wouldn't but- understand any of it because I was there. I was there in the middle of the classroom. Uh-huh. I had my debate. <laughs> I was saying all the right stuff, and then we still lost. I mean, I still lost, and you wouldn't know anything about that. Well, I lost. I was lost, too. Whatever. I lost. Hey. It's almost- 
Yeah. Yo, I, I appreciate that you got a whole thing going on and that like you say weird stuff all the time and like, you know, people don't pay enough attention to you and you're mad at your stepdad or whatever, but like. Well, now you finally get it, don't you? I, is, are you saying that this sarcastically or like, do I actually Am get I? it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you enter the theater room. Sitting in the front of class is Hermie the Unworthy and he's in full Joker regalia. He is in his bright red suit with his painted face. He's doing the weird dancing that's not quite dancing. He goes, wow, wow, wow. Look who finally decided to enter the Hermie zone. Uh, hey, Hermie, what's up? Oh, what's up? I don't, My I, that wasn't an invitation to this to character. Okay. I have reached the pinnacle <laughs> of the acting experience. I have a method to my madness, and that madness is the method. I want you to understand that I have lost Hermie the Unworthy. No, no, Uh no. Right now, I am the Joker. It has happened. I have become one. I'm going to roll perception and see if I can. (laughs) Uh, I got a a 20 on my perception. Oh, wow. I got a 14 plus. I'm sure we see it, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> it's actually, you discover it's actually Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> acting method as a child. Yeah. That's it's been Joaquin Phoenix the whole time. Joaquin Phoenix has just walked into Freddy's apartment. He is here. Okay, so both of you can tell that he is telling the truth. He has gone full method. He cannot quite control this. He is now just going to be creepy, Hermie the Unworthy. But he does not seem to have the sauce with your natural 20. It's just he's just fucking weird. Mm-hmm. And he goes, my plan was, as always, to direct this play, direct this work. But now that I have become so completely he who jokes, <laughs> I no longer have the ability nor the desire to control this uncontrollable world. And so I feel very blessed, very happy, very grateful that a substitute teacher has revealed himself. And so now, mister, what is your name? And you see a figure standing at a lectern at the front of the um, drama class, and uh, he sort of turns around dramatically, and he goes, "Uh, the name is Stampler, Terry Stampler. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) (laughs) All our days whisked away, but is there something more to say? That no one knows us better than ourselves. Used to tell myself it'll be alright. Pretty lies, let me sleep at night. I know that no one knows me better than myself. And I know I'll get this right. It's just a matter of time till we make it out
Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Lincoln Wilson, Anthony Birch as RDM, Will Campos as Normal Oak, Beth May as Scary Marlowe, and myself, Freddie Wong, as Taylor Swift. Theme song is On My Way by Maxton Waller. Brian Fernandez is our content producer. Esh Nicolette is our community manager. Esther Ellis is our lead editor. Travis Reeves provides additional editing, and Robin Rapp is our transcriber. The show is supported by a Patreon, and some of those fine patrons who support this show are folks like Ethan Burke, Lauren Hughes, Kale, Bria Crane, Michael Amos, another Alex, Nigel Faustino, Noah J, Jeff Craig, Cole Schultz, Sibong Kosi Madzima, Tiffany A, Clay Walden, Jamie Tretton, Jack Ruglis, Daniel Powell, Jane, Sven Van Tipadje, Anna Owenson, and James Story. You can directly support the show and get ad-free episodes at patreon.com slash dungeonsanddads. Sons and Sons Ability, our Regency-era miniseries, has just released episode two. Here's a little sneak peek for you. I'm going to pray using my pious trait that my sister successfully wounds Daryl Hannah such that I may tenderly nurse him back to health. Okay, go ahead and roll with advantage. I got 13. It doesn't matter. God's not real. (laughs) Catch up on our massive backlog of bonus content and be there for the finale of Sons and Sons Ability by subscribing to our Patreon starting at only $5 a month. All of our stretch goals are available at all supporter levels, so go on in, check it out, poke around, get behind-the-scenes insight into the show, and also hours of bonus content all at the same time, all at patreon.com slash dungeonsanddads. You can support the show in other ways, too. Our merch is at store.dungeonsanddaddies.com. Our website is dungeonsanddaddies.com. Our Twitter is dungeonsanddads. Our subreddit is dungeonsanddaddies. And our next episode is coming at you Tuesday, June 14th. We will see you then. Oh, God, you don't not have. Oh, God, you're not one of those. Oh, no. And I turn right to Cameron. I say, because I need to make sure I'm always up to date on my vaccinations.